episode of We Only Look Thin. I am Catherine Weigel. I am one of your hosts. I've lost about 145 pounds. Wow. And with me today is... Donald Weigel. And I am the other one of your hosts, and I have lost about 100 pounds. Congratulations. Every single week when you say you've lost 145 pounds, I go, wow, because right. I really mean it. That's it crazy. It doesn't feel like it. And I spent many years, I am 45 years old, in yeah. human years. Yeah. Uh, and uh, Human years, I yes. spent many years exercise-free. And you would yeah. think that that would have been enough, but it was not. No. <laughs> <laughs> I did my darndest. I did many years of research on the topic that we are going to discuss today. Yes. Well, I, I would like to say, however, that this episode might be exercise-free, but I think the flip side of that is that everything is exercise, so it might just be what? all exercise. Are you going to trick me into learning? <laughs> I might. I just might. Don't you hate it when that happens, when you yeah. realize you're just like, can't I just do nothing, and then it turns out you're learning something? Yeah. It's summertime here. Yeah. I don't want to learn anything. I feel anything. ripped off significantly when that happens. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is a multitasking episode of We Only Look thin. Uh, but before we get started on our big conversation topic, I would like to talk about dental hygiene having to wow. do with weight loss. Holy cow. We're tying everything into weight loss now because it all does it tie in. It all does. So I know if you have seen photos of me, you might remark, Catherine has the nicest teeth. <laughs> I mean, it's breathtaking, They're truly. amazing. Yeah. And much like my amazing blood work, they did not, my, my straight teeth don't tell the whole story of my dental hygiene. If you don't want to talk about dentists or hear about dentists, maybe just skip ahead. Yeah, <laughs> skip ahead a few minutes, yeah. But, uh, but I, and this actually ties into the episode too, our dentist is about a half a mile from our house. Yes. I walked to the dentist the other day. Isn't that nice? I was getting in a little purposeful movement there. Where it's I would have cool. driven, and there's no parking at our dentist now because they built a hotel next to the dental office. Yeah. Uh, that's another story. But I because of COVID, did not go to the dentist for a while. I was yep. supposed to go for a cleaning. I myself am well overdue for a trip well to the dentist. Well overdue. Um, he tried a YouTube video, some ways to do it himself. Didn't turn out all that well. No, you know, I we recommend lots of YouTube videos on this. Dentistry is not no, not one of them. That didn't you work need out. need an expert. Yeah. So I missed my scheduled cleaning by maybe six months <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and you know how with weight loss when you know you're going into the doctor's office to get weighed for like the four days before you go into the doctor's office you work out really hardcore and yeah. you under eat to get down to your fighting weight and then you get on the scale in hopes that like the last four days will undo the six months of damage that you've done before that. Yeah. Well, it turns out I do that with a dentist also. So yeah. I had every intention after my last dental visit where I do they, that with my car. I like really the few days before I take it in for service, I take extra good care of it. <laughs> okay, <laughs> sure. Okay, so the last time I went to the dentist and they told me I needed to floss, I swore that I was going to floss 
every day for the rest of my life. Yeah. I have learned my lesson after my last cavity. It happens to me every time I get a cleaning. I get scared straight, and I'm like, this time this it'll time, be different. I will be hardcore, and I will do it for the next four months. Right. So I did. I actually bought myself a timer, like a sand timer yeah. that they used to have in the olden days of abacuses. And I was like, I will floss. You know, for- if you buy a sand timer, you're serious. That's very serious. Yeah. I mean, that's like yeah. hardcore. So I flossed and brushed for my two minute time that I said I was going to do for like three weeks. I was really good about it. And I felt yeah. this was probably back in like November. I felt fantastic about it. If you want time to pass slowly, by the way, Bru- like- Time yourself brushing your oh, teeth for two full minutes. It's the longest two minutes of your day. Aside from planking, it's I would the rather longest. do a two-minute plank, uh, which I also do every day. Uh, braggadocious, much <laughs> he does. Um, uh, I would rather do a two-minute plank than than brush my teeth for two full minutes, okay. which I also begrudgingly do. Okay, so this is uh, this. It all ties into habits. So when you're like, "Why are you talking about teeth right now?" I yeah. promise you, it all goes in. So I promised I would do it. She lied. Um, I had no intention. <laughs> and then COVID hit, and I was like, the world is coming to an end, so why flossing is the least of my worries right now. I can't be bothered to floss my teeth now that I'm stuck at home for 24 hours yeah, a day. and I think there's some science that plaque on your teeth might prevent COVID from oh, happening. Oh, pretty sure yeah, it is yeah. a barrier to the... <laughs> okay, in case anyone doesn't get sarcasm, That's... that is totally a joke. It's not true at all. Yeah, uh, but turns out my yuck mouth... Uh, propensity came back with a vengeance over the last three four months and i'm brushing my teeth i brush them a few times a day that's fine i floss occasionally but then the dentist called and said that their uh their office was back open they were covid safe and wanted me to come in for a cleaning and so i did what i always do the week before christmas yeah i was on my best behavior for a whole week, as many as five days. I've never seen so much toothbrushing going on. No, I was saintly about it. And uh, so I was thinking I was going to get away with it. This this time was yeah. going to be different. Yeah. How's dental hygienists know my old tricks? Yeah. I, they both, my dental hygienist and my dentist was like, you're, face is going to fall off if you don't floss your teeth. And we've established your face is clearly your best feature. It's my only good feature. (laughs) It's not your only good feature. (laughs) It sure is not my personality. (laughs) So... You know, at first the cleaning, they were like, "Oh, I was like, oh, well, I floss all the time. How many? How much do you? Oh, every day. I don't know why. It must be my off-brand dental floss that's the problem." So they told me I have inflammation and I really need to floss. And there's only so much that two grown people can tell another grown person about their habits yeah. that they're like, "I was just like, all right, I can, I can floss more." So the thing with flossing is that it's like weight loss habits. Yeah. What you do every once in a while does not matter as much as what you do all of the time. And to tell someone I'm going to floss, to tell someone I'm going to lose weight, this time it's going to be different. It goes back to atomic habits. If you don't put habits in place on a schedule that are predictable, that are easy to follow, you're not going to do it. And I think flossing is one of those things where I can't imagine myself at 80 years old with dentures. Like, I just can't. I I am a young person. My teeth are straight. It's going to be fine. I'll just kick the can down the road and I'll floss later because that's when it will matter. But the dentist tells me every single time, like, you're going to start 
like having erosion of your gums and your bone density. And it's going to matter. And you can either and do like it or just like in not. Little Women, it's your one beauty. It's my one beauty. <laughs> oh, Joe. Um, Joe sold her hair, gift the Magi. Yeah. Up on it. It's very exciting. So while I was walking home, assuring myself that I this time was going to be different, yeah. I, I started thinking about weight loss because that's what I do all the time. Everything's about weight loss. I, if I'm going to floss, to say to myself, I'm going to do it three times a day from nothing probably is not going to happen. Right. I need a schedule. I need it to be predictable. And perhaps pairing it with another habit matters. So I decided, and I'm on day, this this will be day three, which who knows how long it's going to last, of the rest of my life, which seems so boring, but what else are you going to do? So uh, I decided that I will floss my teeth right now, once a day. I will do it while listening to a podcast. Yeah, entertain yourself while you do it. But I'm only going to listen to that podcast when I'm flossing. So it will be a paired habit. There's a podcast called Before Breakfast, which ironically I'm going to be listening to at uh, 845, which I guess is before breakfast the next day. So it's fine. Yeah, it's before breakfast somewhere. (laughs) (laughs) So it it is a like four to six minute podcast. So it's a good length for, for flossing. So I will listen to before breakfast while I am flossing my teeth at night. I will only listen to that podcast when I'm doing it. So for you, dear listener, let's replace flossing with tracking your calories. Let's oh, let's replace flossing with getting in five minutes of purposeful It finally movement. comes together. See, just yeah, like an M.I. You tricked everyone movie. into learning something. I did. <laughs> this isn't just about me. It's a life lesson. But it's that thing of it's not ever enough to say I'm going to eat healthier. I'm going to eat less. I'm going to get in movement. If you don't plan for it, if you don't structure it and tie it and tether it to another habit, you're not going to do it. So for me, you know, while my coffee is being made, I can get in uh, some pre-tracking on my calories. Yeah. We're going to go way into ways to get in habits into this episode. But this flossing thing was a really good example. And I'm really glad that I didn't floss. So I had something to talk about <laughs> on the podcast. Really, but, it was all part Part of the master plan. Look, flossing is thankless, generally speaking. Yeah. The, the immediate benefits of it are never really seen. It seems like a hassle. Can't I just do nothing? But it is my responsibility. I'm either going to do it and I'm going to reap the benefits, or I'm not going to do it. And who knows? Someone in our group will place, W-O-L-T place, Anne, I'll call her Anne because that's her name. Anne is about my age, has lost weight doesn't have one stinking cavity in her face. Yeah. That's really annoying. Yeah. It's so annoying. But Yeah, that's it, really rude also. It's super rude. It's yeah. a little judgy. <laughs> but it has nothing to do with my tooth journey. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> I don't know, dude. Now there's a tooth journey. Nah, the teeth are fine. But- <laughs> Me being mad that Anne doesn't have any cavities isn't going to change my cavities. It's not going to change my crowns. It's not going to change gum disease. It's not yeah. going to change gendivitis. Like, it is my job to do it or not do it. And I don't know, just like with weight loss, is getting in a calorie deficit going to keep me from some sort of disease when I'm 80 years old? I don't know. But preventive is boring, but it's worth it. Why not 
practice good dental hygiene? Why not practice good health now to benefit yourself later? Um, so that's my story. Um, get the habits in place, but have the structure in place like atomic habits to actually get it done. I'm pairing it with something else. I'm giving myself something to look forward to by pairing it with the podcast that I want to listen to. I'm going to use the habit bull tracker to track the habit over time. Yeah. Maybe use a habit circle, a habit track. I can give myself stickers. I've decided so I'm going to floss during our podcast. Just because so they're so can, long yeah, between your... Yeah, so much time while I'm uh, listening to you talk about flossing, I can so actually do it. My next uh, dental cleaning, I've actually already scheduled. It's in four months. I can either wait again until you know October 1st to start flossing again, or I can just do a couple minutes a day. Yeah. Shorter than it took to tell the story, I can do every single day. And then, and then instead of what you got this time, the dentist and the hygienist will just put like hoist you onto their shoulders and carry you around the lobby a as an plus, example of plus, plus. <laughs> of of, uh, of what somebody yeah, should do. You know what? Habits are super boring, and you're not always going to get awards for them or participation trophies. But I would really like my teeth not to all fall out of my head. It's hard to imagine it right now because I'm so good looking. Yeah. And my teeth are so straight. Oh, yeah. Uh, but it could happen. I would like to keep my teeth. And so I'm going to start working on that. Let's see. Let We'll check back in four months and see if I've kept my promise to myself, shall we? I'm going to put it on the calendar. So we'll talk about it in an episode in four months. That's a good idea. And that's my tip of the week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, uh, that's the tip of the week. But, Don't be uh, a yuck mouth. Exactly. Exactly. Anyway. And speaking story. of not being yucky, we're going to talk about neat today. Neat. This is going to be a neat episode. Neat. And neat. What a nice word. What does so being neat have to do with weight loss? Well, let me tell you, this is not the neat that you're probably thinking of. Nope. This is a different kind of neat. And this was, uh, I believe, first brought to my attention uh, by a meme that you showed me from uh, Instagram. I did. Is that so uh, turns correct? Out, aside from just pictures of uh, of cute baby Yoda pictures, which are basically what I feast upon every yeah. day. Yeah, cute um, cute dogs is where I go. Yeah. So I follow someone on Instagram named Grant. Gursky, S-K-Y, who is a coach based out of Memphis, and he has a really great uh, Instagram feed. Donald will link to it. I will not. Uh, But he presented the concept of NEAT, which he did not develop, but it is something that he talks about, which is actually non-exercise activity thermogenesis. Ooh, it sounds yeah. like we're living in the future with jetpacks. And uh, what what that means is it's a it's a sort of a fancy way of saying be more active across your day. It's all of the calories that you burn by doing your normal daily activities that are not you know, jogging, specifically exercise, intentional exercise. It's not your running. It's not your weightlifting. It's not your yoga. It's it's all the other things you do. Right. The the walking to your car, the the walking to your office, the you know, even things like bobbing your head along to music, dancing in the shower, cleaning the house, pacing on the phone, uh, and even just you know, naturally you know, breathing and being alive burns a certain amount of calories. Yeah. So um, he actually laid out a couple of concepts. I know we do a lot of math on the podcast, but he actually puts into place the concept of 24 hours in a day. 
Did you know that that's how many hours were in a day? I think that's a rumor just started by Big Clock. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, So he said that if you get one hour of exercise a day, that's 4% of your day. I actually had to get out my calculator to make sure that that was a true statement. Turns out it's 4% of your day. A half hour is 2% of your day. So if you are getting in 30 minutes of purposeful activity, that is 2% of 24 hours. Yeah, which which means you may be doing nothing for 98% of your day, and you may be saying to yourself, but I'm exercising 30 minutes a day. Why is nothing happening? Right, and he, we get, I get about six and a half hours of sleep, but he says that even with eight hours of sleep, NEAT, that non-exercise activity thermogenesis, can be 63% of your day. Wow. So if you get in 30 minutes of purposeful movement a day, that is still 98% of your day that you're sitting still if you're not getting in any other movement. And I know for me, I used to drive everywhere, sit everywhere, and think that even going to Target for 20 minutes was like a big exercise day for myself. And uh, Grant talks about – he's Grant. I call him Grant now because yeah. it's hard to pronounce Yeah, that. he's our buddy Grant. Our buddy Grant. He talks about how just getting in a purposeful movement during the day matters. We have talked about this on other episodes. The Couch is Lava, uh, the Stepisode episode where we talk about getting purposeful movement. But we definitely used to be the kind of people who would go to the gym for 30 minutes and think that we were done for the day and then get takeout because we had burned so many calories in the 2% of our day. Yeah, exactly. And Donald found a, or we, we, we talked about an article. We found an article, and Donald has a lot of interesting sciencey facts about getting in purposeful movement throughout. Yeah, the day. I did. Uh, I did some research online uh, about this topic, and there is a doctor named James Levine, um, and his. Uh, research on NEAT is credited. He's credited as being one of the foremost experts on it. And according to him, um, you can expend calories in one of two ways. One is to go to the gym and the other is through all the activities of daily living called NEAT, which we've already explained, non-exercise activity thermogenesis. It appears that NEAT is far more important for calorie burning than exercise in nearly everyone. And that is crazy to think about because we think about going to the gym or are are running on a treadmill and all of those things as the only real in air quotes exercise that people get but it's all of these other things that you know according to this expert in the field could be even more important than the actual exercise and you know again Neat is a sort of a fancy way of saying be more active across your whole day. You'll feel better, burn more fuel, and probably be outside more. And there were some studies that I found, and I'll link to some of these in case you want to really take a deep dive into it. But there's a, a research review that noted the benefits of NEAT go well beyond extra calories burned. More NEAT also means less risk of metabolic syndrome, which metabolic syndrome is one of the precursors of diabetes. It is when your body stops uh, effectively processing insulin. So there's less risk of metabolic syndrome, cardiovascular events, and death from all causes. 
Plus, research shows that inactivity can negate the hard work you put into with your intentional exercise. So fighting sedentary behavior with NEAT helps you reap the benefits of your workouts. So you can do this 30-minute exercise, you can do an hour of exercise, but then if you sit and you're still the whole rest of the day, that can largely wipe out whatever benefits you were getting from that exercise. Well, and on the Couch's Lava episode, we, you know, we talked about that getting in movement every hour matters. Um, I think uh, in one of the articles uh, we found, they talked about sitting all day. If you're just sitting at your desk, you're burning maybe 100 calories an hour. But think about how many snacks you're eating while you're sitting there reading or, you know, surfing the, the yeah. web, working on your computer. When we're sitting, we're not really burning many calories. Now, if we go back, I'm not going to get super sciencey on this because I am not a scientist, nor do I believe in science. <laughs> but some believe. <laughs> no, oh I believe my in god! Um, that the total daily energy expenditure T D E E, which is super chill and easy to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If we're in a coma, if we don't move throughout the day, we are still burning calories just keeping our bodies alive. Yeah. That's kind of our basal, I think it's called basal metabolic rate, where just being alive, we're burning calories throughout the day. Yeah, that's things like breathing and, and your heart's pumping and all of those things that just happen without you even thinking about right. it. Right. So if you were in a coma, like I thought I was going to be based on watching all of uh, all my children when I was growing up, I oh thought my goodness. comas were like television when I was growing up made me think that at some point I would be in a coma. I, that I would be in prison, that I would experience amnesia, For that sure. I would have to like fight off quicksand. Evil like, twins. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. many evil twins. I actually found things. a David Hasselhoff. I, I was searching up Knight Rider the other day, as you do. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> it's a long story. Yeah. Uh, but uh, there was actually an episode where it had like evil Michael Knight, where he had like a beard, like oh, a, a pointy God. kind of beard. And so that's how good. you could tell that he was the evil version. So good. So you have does that mean you're the evil person? I'm the evil one, yes, exactly. <laughs> so just by, you know, if you slept for 24 hours, you would still burn calories. Anything above that, if you go and exercise for 30 minutes, say you burn an extra 300 calories by working out for an hour, that's super duper. But moving throughout the day beyond that 30 minutes of exercise, that hour of exercise, you burn extra calories just by getting up and moving every hour, just by doing stairs, taking extra steps. If we work out for a half hour and then sit on the couch the rest of the day, we are burning a very minimal amount of calories. So it all factors into just, you know, the amount of calories it takes to stay alive, plus your purposeful exercise calories, plus your daily movement calories add up to your total burn for the day. And you had, a, I don't want to steal it from you, you were telling me before we started recording, uh, you had an analogy about driving in your car. I do. Many, so many things have to do with cars. So let's say you're going on a road trip. We love talking about the emotional road trip of weight loss. Say, for example, you get in, you, you, your car is idling all day. And then you drive for 30 minutes and you drive, you know, 30 miles and then you, you stop the car 
and you idle for the rest of the day. Someone else is in their car driving a mile and then another mile and another mile. They're burning throughout the day more calories or they're driving a farther distance than you are by just driving for 30 minutes. If they're driving for 10 minutes every hour, yeah, you drive hard for 30 minutes and then stop the rest of the day. You're not going to be as far ahead as somebody who is driving, you know, throughout the day, even if it's more slowly than you. Right. So it's like the tortoise and the hare thing. So there's someone who is in constant motion like a shark, which I think I am much more uh, like a shark. Or someone who is just going to the gym for 30 minutes. And we're not dissing going to the gym for 30 minutes. Oh, no, it's important to do that. And I, I, you know, it's a good idea. But, you know, I lost my 100 pounds without ever going to a gym. And I still haven't been to a gym since. And I almost entirely lost the weight, uh, you know, with NEAT uh, as my exercise. He didn't even know it. (laughs) And I didn't even know it at the time. I didn't even know that term, but it was all through, you know, my increased walking and, you know, doing things like walking up the stairs. And I don't want to jump ahead too far on that, but I didn't ever really do any, I didn't do any running. I wasn't on a treadmill. I wasn't weightlifting. I wasn't strength training, like none of that. It was all about just getting that extra movement throughout the day. Well, and in COVID too, we have seen people who have said, oh, I can't go to the gym. I can't get in movement. Or people who aren't in a position to go to a gym who say like, well, if only I could go to a gym, then I could lose the weight. Then I could do the thing. Or they feel less than because they see other people doing high intensity interval training. And that just isn't part of your life for whatever reason. And we have talked about it so many times, but we just really want to impress upon each of you that moving every hour matters. Any time that we can get in uh, inefficient movement throughout our day, and we'll go through a list of ways that you can get in purposeful movement. If you are sitting for 98% of your day, you are doing yourself a disservice. You are burning fewer calories. Yeah, I just wanted to mention right here uh, another study that I found that was published in 2016, which followed 12,000 British women for 12 years. That's not creepy. (laughs) (laughs) In secret. (laughs) I think they knew about it. But it found that the women who fidgeted more often actually lived longer than the ones who didn't. And so just even fidgeting can be a way to keep yourself moving and burn calories in a way that, you know, we think that we have to get in this hard exercise that if we're not running as hard as we can for an hour or, you know, for miles and miles or whatever it is that we're not really exercising, but it all matters and it all counts. Well, I've, I've talked about it before on the podcast that I work with a guy who would go on a five mile run each morning before work and I must be nice to him. But also in meetings, he would fidget, you know, or like tap his foot the whole time and it, I yeah. found it annoying, you know, so you've got to watch the fidgeting and just being annoying. But he was in a constant state of kind of hummingbird motion. He is super crazy fit. And you know, he kind of reminds me of uh, Rob Lowe from um, Parks and Recreation. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know him. He, he's like very fit and active. I and- believe that a perfect human 
you know, will be born. I believe that I am that human. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's basically him. And sure, it must be nice, but being in a position where you realize that every minute is an opportunity to be getting something done, to be moving a little bit more than you were. We used to sit for the entire weekend. Oh, yeah. We would drive for the entire weekend. And not weekend. just sit, but order order delivery and takeout. You Can't know, I just not even walk just, to the door? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Exactly. Um, But I, which brings me to, I did also want to mention, you know, getting in all of this movement throughout the day is fantastic. It is going to help you. But we like to say all the time, you can't outrun a fork. You can't outneat a fork either. Just fidgeting, just getting in all of these extra steps, you know, finding all these ways to get in extra movement and burn extra calories throughout the day is not going to make up for a disastrous diet. It's like, you know, you you have to focus on that first. Really, you have to focus on your headspace first. But in terms of practical applications, the diet is the primary thing. All of this is think of it as the calorie free gravy on top <laughs> of the entree. Like Pepsi Clear. Yeah, Pepsi <laughs> Clear. Or remember Gravy Clear? That yeah, was I think there was, was from, an uh, Saturday SNL Live. sketch or something about yeah, gravy clear, exactly. But it's, you know, there are a couple of schools of thought, and I think these thoughts that I'm going to tell you now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, like, there are – the problem I have with my fitness pal is that it gives you a base number of calories per day. Right. And it's usually about just blanket 1,200 calories is kind of the, like, you know, eat 1,200 yeah. calories – and then it says, like, don't eat your exercise calories, which I really hate because it's not – you're not earning camel cash. Right. You're just getting in movement. And for me, when I worked out with a personal trainer, he had me eating, like, 1,100 to 1,200 calories a day. At 230 pounds, my stay alive, don't go in a coma – number of calories were probably like fifteen to sixteen hundred calories. So I was under eating and not losing any weight because I was just trying to stay alive. Yeah. For the and we, we just I did an episode doing. two weeks ago about figuring out the uh, the best calorie range for you. And I would recommend you go back and listen to that if you're if you're at that stage. Um but I think we uh we want to get into ways in which you can increase your neat um and really ex you know get extra movement throughout the day. And the the original key to this for me was getting a fitness tracker. In my case, it was a Fitbit, was and is a Fitbit. And just like any other toy or tool that you're going to buy, it only works if you actually use it. But I started by just putting it on and figuring out how many steps I was getting throughout the day, which wasn't very many. It was something like, you know, 5,000, less than 5,000. And then trying to increase that throughout the day by getting up and taking purposeful walks and eventually, you know, getting up in the mornings and just walking in the morning before I did anything else. And that also, you know, turned into rebounding on little trampolines at home and all of those things, but really using that as a tool to figure out how much I was moving throughout the day. Yeah. And for me, I think recently, 
I had always heard that doing stretches in bed, I mean, if we're getting down to like the very basics, yeah, um, doing yoga with Adrian, she talks about an evening routine or a morning routine of actually moving your ankles, moving your arms, stretching your legs in bed. And I used to, I was like, oh, that's not going to do anything. Yeah. And I've actually started doing it. And it feels really good to kind of wake up your body and get in a little, get some circulation going. I used to, it used to take me five, 10 minutes to get out of bed because my feet hurt so badly yeah. because my circulation was so bad and because I had a heel spur and all this stuff. But getting in that, just starting to move your body every time that you can, going to brush your teeth and doing calf lifts as you're standing there brushing your teeth, just small ways of getting that circulation moving, getting in a little bit of extra movement. And one of the big things for me was I, I, when I'm working, I have a desk job or it's usually a desk job and I sit in place. One of the big things for me, my Fitbit will remind me to get up and get 250 steps every hour. And I have taken that another step further and I have an app called BZ Reminder. Um, that is, that should uh, be your rap name. <laughs> <laughs> Who says it isn't? Um, and it, that's for Android. I'm sure they have ones for, uh, for, Apple, um, you could use Habit Bowl. There, there are, you know, there are calendars that you can set reminders. But this, the thing I like about BZ Reminder is that it really vibrates my phone and will not stop until I take my phone out and actually pause the thing. But if I haven't gotten 250 steps by half past the hour, it goes off and then if I haven't gotten it, I can snooze it for 10, 15, 20 minutes and then it prompts me to get up and actually get my 250 steps. Um, if I have gotten it, then I can snooze it for another hour and go about my day. But it really keeps me moving and reminds me to keep getting up and not sit for hours straight. So I know during the time of COVID, our ability to move might be different than that of when we're in an office or when we're at school and when we're out and about more freely. But there are still people that I see who say like, oh, I'm home all the time. I can't get in movement or I don't have the, you know, I'm just home. I'm, I'm out of practice. It takes practice to get to a point where you're moving more than you're not moving. Yeah, it's like anything else. It's like you, you don't just magically, you know, decide you're going to become a piano player and suddenly you can do it. You have to practice. You have to learn the basics and you have to do the techniques over and over again until you actually can do it. Right. And we have talked about doing things inefficiently. They always talk about, I mean, even like Cassie Ho and her uh, workout videos is like, be able to carry all the groceries in one trip. And we joke about like, take as many trips to get yeah. groceries as you can. Donald takes out the recycling and the trash in two different trips, even though he's totally yoked and could do it all in one. <laughs> he does it in two because he can sneak in extra steps. He can go up and down the stairs a couple of times. Yeah. And speaking of groceries, when you're at the grocery store, you can do one of two things. You can carry a hand cart instead of pushing, which that burns calories. Yeah, the article actually mentioned that, that extra, any extra activity that you can get matters. And one thing thing that we like to do is we put the cart in in one place um, and then we'll go get groceries and then we'll walk back and put it in the cart rather than push the cart around with us everywhere. And that forces us to get extra steps as we're grocery shopping. Yeah. And I, I know people too have difficulty with tidying up around the house or feeling like you've got to get a lot of, you know, cleaning done. And for me, I 
listen to podcasts while I'm cleaning. So it's kind of a meditation yeah. for me. It also gets me away from family a little bit when we're home all the time. <laughs> I'm like, sorry, I've listened to a podcast. Can I'll try not to take offense to that. No, but I actually enjoy cleaning. I know it's a little bit of a sickness. But for me, taking a break while I'm sitting at my desk and vacuuming the living room for two minutes, tidying up the bathroom matters. And it, I do it slowly throughout the day. So instead of going like, oh my gosh, now I'm done with work and I have to clean for an hour or I get to clean for an hour, I can do it in little bites throughout the day to get in movement. And not only am I getting in steps, but I'm getting in that extra neat that I didn't even know I needed. So you're saying that you're increasing your neat by being neat? Oh, yeah. But it, it actually does matter, that extra physical movement each hour, and it breaks a bigger project into smaller pieces, which matters. Doing a little bit of yard work, as we said, going out to the mailbox to see if we've got any mail, going out to the trash can, vacuuming, dusting, all of it adds up. Yeah, and I, I do little things too. You know, she was talking about doing things inefficiently rather than, you know, I, I, I'll bring things with me out to where we eat dinner and then... Then I have to take dishes into the kitchen and usually there's condiments involved, ketchup, mustard, whatever. I will intentionally pick up less than I can so that I have to walk back and forth between the kitchen and the living room to get me some extra movement and some extra steps now, rather I'm, than try and carry everything in one trip. I'm wondering if you use seven different condiments just for the extra steps or because you have a condiment problem. Oh, I have you, a condiment problem. He is basically for just sure. eats condiments. Yeah, no, food is basically a condiment delivery system as far as I'm concerned. But there are other, other you know, maybe more obvious things. One of the things that I'm a champion of is taking the stairs instead of the elevator, especially when it's like one or two floors. It drives me crazy. And and really, it can actually take longer to stand there and wait for the elevator and get in it and ride it up if it's just one floor than it can just to take the stairs. And I know not everybody can do it, but, you know, just doing that extra stairs can really burn a lot of calories that you don't think about. Yeah, and we talk about it too. Parking farther away. Yeah. Not trying to find the best parking space, but actually finding the worst parking space so that you have to walk farther to the door. Right. And we've talked about it before. We live about a block and a half from a Rite Aid, and we used to drive there. And it does take less time to just walk out our front door and go into the Rite Aid than it does to circle the parking lot, turn left. We find should a do spot. a test. We've talked about doing this where one of us will drive to the Rite Aid we and the other one today. will walk and park and see uh, see which one actually, like what the time difference actually is. I think it's possible it may be slightly quicker to drive, but I can't imagine it's by very much. It might be seconds. And, you know, all of the steps that we're not getting by driving is, is crazy town. Yeah. And, you know, we used to pride ourselves on driving everywhere and sitting all the time and getting off of work and just seeing the couch as a place to unwind. We deserve the break. And now we have integrated movement into our life, maybe in a bigger way than you're ready to do right now, but getting in those extra steps, taking those extra trips to the bedroom, you know, moving your, you know, your shoes into the bedroom or picking up trash and bringing it into the other room. All of it matters. 
And we didn't start this way. We didn't wake up one day and suddenly we were getting 20,000 steps every day. It took a lot of time and a lot of practice and a really thinking about ways to do this. Things such as and including going for a walk for maybe a quarter of your lunch break. If you have an hour lunch break, maybe you take 15 minutes of it and do a walk. Or if it's 30 minutes, maybe you just take five minutes of your, you know, or 10 minutes of your lunch break and go for a walk instead of eating. You eat first and then go for a walk. And other things like if you know you're going to be on a conference call that doesn't involve video, you take that call on your phone or make that call on your phone and you walk while you're talking um, or just normal phone calls. You do it on your on your cell phone instead of a desk phone and you walk while you're talking. Yeah, it burns, you know, it burns a lot of calories. And one of the articles we found, and we have talked about this before, suggested the standing desk instead of a sitting desk. Yeah, getting rid of your desk chair or sitting on one of those desk balls apparently burns a ton of calories. Now, I am not willing to do that, no. but maybe it would work really well for you. You can pry my desk chair out of my cold, dead you know, <laughs> butt, I guess, but <laughs> um, I, I am not giving up my desk chair, but you know, it can really burn a lot of calories if you're willing to do that. The and National Chair in doing Association. <laughs> exactly. Um, do things like maybe actually, if you have kids, play with your kids in a, a physical way as opposed to just a board game or something. Actually try and be a little more childlike. Um, take your dog, you know, or, or maybe you've been thinking about getting a dog. Maybe having a dog would have you walk a lot more because you'd be walking the dog. Yeah. And I, you know, we used to go on family walks to our daughter's school, but now she's homeschooling. So Donald takes her out on purposeful walks each day. Get a kid if you don't have a dog. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I basically force her to walk to her old school and back uh, just to get her a little bit of As movement. As punishment. <laughs> Doing chores, walking to the post office to drop off mail instead of leaving it in your mailbox. There are so many different ways to get in movement. And I've to- heard of people scheduling walking meetings, actually, which I don't know how that would go over at most places of business. But if you're in a position where you can you know, control the meeting, maybe you make people go on a walking meeting with you. Yeah. And I, uh, with the social distancing, I was at Trader Joe's the other day waiting in line to go in. And sure, I could sit if I wanted to, but I tried to get in some extra steps by just stepping left and right. Well, that's a big one. Just, you know, if you're stuck waiting in lines, if you're doing things that ordinarily would, would force you to stand still, just even fidgeting, like we talked about, like on long car rides, like you know, stretching while you're sitting in the car or bobbing your head to music, like all of that stuff adds up. You know, it may seem like very little, but over time it really does add up. Yeah. And we're not saying like bob your head to fitness. Like as Donald said before, calories matter most. That additional movement is just good for your physical health. I've told the story of my two grandmothers, the one that sat all the time and the one who is 95 right now, who is stuck in her retirement community and walks the hallways every day. And she was, you know, making sure we were on a Zoom call the other day. And she was like, you better be up and moving. Get off your butt and get your butt. Yeah, I have a 95-year-old grandmother telling us to get up and move. And she can still get up. And when she's telling you to move, you really feel bad if you don't. But it, you know, 
All of this movement isn't a gimmick. It's not a thigh master. It's being a person who makes purposeful movement part of the day. And the calories do add up. Sure, maybe you're extra, you're burning an extra 25 calories an hour, 100 calories an hour. But if you multiply that by the number of years you're going to be alive, that's extra calories you're just burning and maybe helping keep your weight down. And even if it's a pound a year, you know, would you rather be down a pound a year or would you rather be up a pound a year? I mean, just think about it that way. Every little bit matters. And then if it's an extra pound a year, in 10 years, you're 10 pounds down. And maybe it's five pounds a year. And in 10 years, you're 50 pounds down. I mean, think about the long-term benefits of doing it. Well, and based on that article or the uh, the meme generator from Grant Gursky, when I realized that an hour a day is 4% of your day, that was – I mean, I know it's math and it just exists and it's not an opinion, but that is shocking to me. I don't really th- – when you break time down that way into the percentage of your day, you can get in a little extra movement every hour. Your job might be important. Your kids might be important. But you're going to be better able to serve everyone if you're keeping that momentum going. And just like with tracking calories, it's not about the motivation. It's about momentum. And keeping that going just makes you want and crave more. It is very hard for us to sit through a two-hour movie. I think we went and saw the last time we saw a movie, which was 25 years ago. Yeah, it feels like 25 years. I feel like you got up at one point and went to the back of the theater and like zigzagged back and forth to get I me 250. A little obsessive. I did actually do that. Yeah, that was a little over the top, but uh, it maybe wasn't the, the greatest movie in the world, I think. But <laughs> Yeah, but we have our rebounders. And whether you love rebounding or not, getting in a little Oh, yeah, bit we didn't even extra... mention the rebounders. I we literally ha- just mentioned we the have these little We have these little trampolines that we use, and we don't jump up and down. It's not like some crazy, you know... Tramp- pain video <laughs> yeah yeah it's not like a trampoline park or house of pain video um it's just we mimic the motion of walking on top of the trampoline and we get steps doing it and we burn calories and uh, i will link to a couple of those in the show show notes they're really great like we're able to burn calories while we watch tv when instead you know in the past we would have just been sitting and not not only not burning calories, but probably eating a ton at the same time, too. And you can't really do that when you're on a trampoline. Yeah. And I mean, we, you know, we love going on walks. We love being out in nature. I enjoy it. I don't know. Donald does as much as I do. but because I enjoy are, being with you. Because there are snakes outside. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, my God. Um, but... We find it hard to sit still now, and that might be annoying to people, but we are in better health than we were 10 years ago. We, you know, I I actually got my dad a rebounder for his birthday a couple of years ago, and when I went up to visit him, I was able to use that to get in extra steps, going on little walks after dinner. So here's the secret. Buy gifts for your relatives. Then when you go to their house, you can use them. I know. I seem all nice and helpful, but really, I just want to use it for myself. Exactly. Well, uh, thank you very much for listening, everyone. You keep us going, and we really appreciate each and every one of you. If you have any ways in which you get purposeful movement – 
and you have some you know tips, tricks, uh, things that we didn't talk about, we would love to hear from you, ways in which you've been able to increase your NEAT. You can write to us at weonlylookthin at gmail.com. Writing to us burns calories. Yeah. You don't even know it. Yeah, whether you're handwriting a letter or writing an email with a keyboard. Um, you can also reach us on the social medias through uh, Instagram, Twitter, and uh, the other one, Facebook. Faces, <laughs> uh, what's it? Yeah, MySpace. wow, drew a total blank. Um, you can reach us through the social medias at We Only Look Thin. And you can email us, We Only Look Thin at gmail.com. You can go to our website where all of our amazing podcasts are housed. Yeah. We Only Look Thin.com. You can also find out more about our accountability group, Walt Place, W O L T Place. Uh, it is a private support group for women where we uh, talk about neat things. Yeah, yeah we sure do. Stuff. And uh, if you want more information about that, click on the link that says join our support group. There's all kinds of uh, information there. And if you have questions, you can certainly reach out to us and ask about that as well. Um, also, if you could do us a favor and go to Apple Podcast and leave us a quick rate and even better, a few words of a review. We would love your honest feedback. Of course, we would prefer five stars, but anything uh, helps. Uh, the more ratings and reviews we have, the more we get uh, boosted to the top of search results when people are looking for health and fitness podcasts. So if you still can't remember the difference between tidying up and neat burning calories, just remember that Catherine and I are an inspiration. The information that you hear on this podcast is for informational purposes only. The hosts are not medical professionals. You should always consult with your doctor, nurse, or other certified health professional before beginning any diet or fitness program.